0: Welcome to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney Evans and the Congregation of Real Life Church. We're happy that you listened to our podcast. Let's begin what we talked about for the last couple of times we've got together. And it's been breakthrough. I'm a firm believer that this year is a year that God wants to perform a breakthrough in all of our lives. Now we started this and we're not going to go back for the second time. So go back and listen to the the first podcast, we turn to 2 Samuel chapter 5 and we talked about David where he prayed. Remember that? He prayed then, but he went to the place that the stronghold was. And he prayed there and God instructed him that he was going to give it to him and that he was going to have a breakthrough. The word breakthrough means a sudden increase of knowledge or understanding an act of overcoming or penetrating an obstacle or restraint a military movement of advance all the way through and beyond the enemy's front line of defense in other words just not going through but going all the way over i'm a firm believer that god wants to take you all the way over to victory this year now breakthroughs different things to different people some people may need a breakthrough in their body They may need healing. Some people may need a breakthrough financially. Some people may need a a breakthrough in a new job. Somebody may need a, a breakthrough in relationships. I mean, it means different things to different people. But also, it can mean all of those to each person. You may need more than just one breakthrough. You may need more than one thing. Now, in Isaiah chapter 11... My wife said something to the other day. She said, "Now just slow down a little bit." I said, "You're the pastor. You, you don't have to do it all in one service." And so today I'm going to try to slow down a little bit and enjoy the message myself. And not only that, realize that I can pick up where I left off. But a lot of times it is, I get before God before we have service, like I did this week, and God says, "Go this direction." So we some things I might not get to this week. It might be weeks down the road before we get back to that point. But uh, in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, it says, There shall come a forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. Shall grow there means to be, to be fruitful. Now we're talking about the sevenfold anointing of the Messiah, is what we're talking about here. Then it goes on and says, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And we told you a couple weeks ago that we're not talking about a fear of you would have of snakes. We're talking about the standing in the awe of God. You know, a reverence that we don't see today. You don't see it among kids, so you don't see it in the church. And probably your kids got it because you wouldn't demonstrate it in the church anyway. Come on now, that's a good word. It's true. true. So, But I I want to let you know this. It's talking about the spirit of wisdom, spirit of knowledge. And it says in Ephesians that we're supposed to be praying constantly in Ephesians and Colossians that the spirit of wisdom and knowledge will begin to operate in your life. Why is that? It's because the Spirit of God lives on the inside of you. So this sevenfold anointing of the Messiah, now lives because He died on the cross and He rose the third day and He ascended to the heavens. Now He sent the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. So this same anointing can be on us. And we also said breakthrough means an increase of knowledge and understanding. What other time in history do we need an increase of knowledge and understanding? It is today. Now, we have talked about breakthrough and I I want to go back to somewhat our text that we talked to you about two or three years ago. It's right before uh, coronavirus hit and we told you to walk around and say, God, show us your glory. You remember that? And we've talked about this through the breakthrough because we told you about the first time of uh, the word glory was mentioned and there's a law of first mention. It was tied to wealth. It was tied to other things and not just the atmosphere of God, in a sense, but it was God. So something going on? Yeah. So I want us to look at this, and you don't have to turn there, but in Exodus 33: 17 through 19, the Lord said to Moses, "You have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name, don't you? Don't you like that? He knows you by name." And Moses said, "Please show me your glory." Then the Lord said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. That goodness means health, wealth, prosperity, and good things. Now don't you want the goodness of God to pass before you? It's what? It's it's goodness. It's everything. It's health. It's wealth. It's prosperity. It's everything rolled up in one. So when you're saying, Father, show me your glory, you're saying, Father, I need to see it all. I want to see everything. And then I went on and said this, The manifestation of the presence of God is the glory of God. The manifestation of the power of God is the glory of God. And the manifestation of the goodness of God is the glory of God. And then Psalms 31 and 19 says, Oh, how great it is, your goodness, your health, your prosperity, which you have laid up for those who fear Him, who reverence Him. I want to have that reverence. Where, Father, I'll do what you call me to do. Whatever it is, I'm listening and and I'll do that. Now, we were listening to a minister and a lot of ministers are preaching the same thing I'm talking to you about today. Now, I told Teresa this week, I said, now, what you're going to hear, a lot of churches preach on Revelation because of all that's going on overseas. I don't think this is the end of the times right now. It's just me with what I see in the Scripture. But... I said, I'm going to continue what I'm going to preach on what God's told me to minister on. But we were listening to a minister that we like to listen to. Andy Glenn likes to listen to him. And he brought out a part of Scripture when it talked about the show me your glory. And he brought it out in, uh, in the New Testament. And I thought it would be good for us to go over there and look at this. So today's going to be a little different. We're going to read this whole chapter. When I say we, I'm mean, Teresa. Anybody say we are treason. <laughs> yeah. uh, because he brought out just a a small part of this. And when I got over and started looking at this, I said, My Lord, it, it's we all need to hear all of this. Not just the section that he brought out. Which the section he brought out was really good. Because it, it's asking for they're asking Jesus, show us the Father. Show us the Father. And that goes along with what Moses said. Show me your glory. Because if you want to see the Father, you've got to see His glory. It's all together. So, sweetheart, if you do not care, begin in chapter 14 of John. I didn't tell you to turn there yet. I'm sorry. John chapter 14. And most of this is Jesus talking. And I I want you to listen, and I'm going to stop her. I don't mean to interrupt her, but I'm going to stop her because I'm going to bring some things out. But in John chapter 14, we're going to start at verse 1. We're going to read pretty much all of this. I'm not going to say every bit of it, but a lot of it. On the bottom, the red the red button on the bottom. Just hold it in and it'll light up. There you go. Start there at verse 1, baby.
1: Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me.
0: Now here when it says, not let your heart be troubled, it's telling you, don't be distracted. Don't get distracted. Stay focused. How many times have we got distracted? We, we, we start praying. And then we, we, we forget that during our prayer time, we need to devote as much time in worship and praise. We told you that last week that this year we got to devote as much time we do in, in prayer in praise and worship to God. So don't get distracted. Don't allow the devil to get you off of what you're praying and believing God for. And he'll bring all kinds of obstacles your way to get you sidetracked. Go ahead, sweetheart
1: house or many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am there you may be also and where i go you know the way you know thomas said unto him lord we know not where you go and how can we know the way? Yes. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man
0: comes unto the Father but by me. Okay, so your access to the Father, to heaven, is through who? Jesus. Now you've got to realize, Jesus has been fellowshipping with these folks. He had been spending time with them. He had been teaching them. I mean... We say, Father, show us your glory. Well, here you have the Son of God walking around with these folks demonstrating, demonstrating who God is. Yes. And they still have not grasped it yet. How many things have we heard and seen that we never grasped? Yeah. That we just let it go by us. Yes. And we never say, hey, that's for us. I mean, when I was growing up, I heard a lot of things that I received, but a lot of things I did not hear that I wished I had heard so I could receive it. And as your pastor, I want you to hear there are so many things that God wants to do in your life. He doesn't want you just saved. He wants you whole. He wants you healed. He wants to demonstrate His goodness, His glory around your life. Go ahead, sweetheart. If you had known me,
1: you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know Him and have seen Him. Philip said unto him,
0: Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Okay, so here, Jesus just said, if you saw me, you saw the Father. Here's one of the people hanging out with him. He says, show us the Father. It'll satisfy us. Show us the Father. Show us the Father. Now, when I hear that God's done something in your life, I get excited about it. Yesterday we went over to my brother-in-law's house. And went over to his farm that he's got. He's got 66 acres. And we're going to do some boondocking over there on the property. And I just walked around the property and said, Father, I looked at him and you're so blessed. So I told my brother, I said, You're just so blessed. We're so happy for what's going on. And we just went up and he has a stream flowing through it. And I kind of wanted to know where the stream started. So the girls left. And so we got my drone out, floated around and looked around a little bit. And I said, let's go over there and find where the stream starts. Because we knew it didn't go through the whole property. And we went over and, and we found it. Now, we found one place right where it looked like a little bit of water was coming out. Now, we could have been satisfied. So, that's where it starts right there. And that was just a little, little bit of water. But then we just said, now, they've got to be some more. So we walked down. And we looked, now to me this is amazing. We looked over, and underneath a tree, water was coming out. I've never seen and then underneath that, you look, it made a path underneath about that far. from about me into you. A path underneath the ground, then it went down the creek. And water was just kind of flowing out of it. I don't know about you, but I want to experience not just a little bit. Right, I, I want to experience it all. Amen. Amen. I want to look back and say, Father, I experienced all your goodness. Not just a little bit. And I'm a firm believer this. Once you get saved, the devil has no problem. You're on the your way to heaven. He just don't want you to experience the goodness of God Amen. as you're on this journey. We all need to make a, make our minds up. We're going to enjoy this journey with God. You. You're His children. You're His. And He wants you blessed. As you know, we got two boys and two daughters now. We were talking to Beth and Alan yesterday. Uh, When we go out and eat, they order. They don't look at price. (laughs) They just order. You know, when her and I are out, we shower meals sometimes. (laughs) No act. And sometimes we, if we're in a Mexican, we'll get a little small cheese thing about this big. You know what I'm talking about? A couple dollars, we'll get that. Not my (laughs) bowls. They get the Mac Daddy cheese. The bowl. The bowl. I mean, the bowl. Oh,
1: yes.
0: And they set it on their end. Yeah. Yes. And it's like they look at me weird when I go to get me a little bit out of the cheese that they ordered. Knowing. Let me go back a little bit. And then the bill comes. Nobody reaches for it. Nobody. Nobody. You know why? Because they know daddy is going to pay. They know dad's going to take care of it. Or mom's going to make daddy take care of it. One of the two. I heard that. (laughs) One of the two is going to occur when we get up. care to pay for it. He sent his son already paid for it. He just wants you to realize it's yours and for you to obtain it. Yes. For you to obtain his promises. And the thing is, you've got to know about his promises. And don't the Bible says he loads you down daily with his benefits. What's benefits? benefits? Benefits. If you work, you know what benefits are. you got a retirement plan. You've got insurance. You've got all this stuff. Why? Because it's your Benefits. Well, you're not going to leave that place that just hired you and you're going to say, forget your benefits. I'll just take myself. No, you want those benefits. Well, how come you're on your way to heaven but you tell God you don't want the benefits? I mean, He'll hold you down daily with them. Every day. And there's many. But I love you. Look at somebody and say, Pastor loves you. But our thing is, if we don't get it, we'll say, well, it's God's will for us not to have it. That's a religious cop out. Yes. I love you. You walk the faith and not by sight. You receive everything through faith. You call those things that be not through faith. Mm-hmm. If you ask anything according to my will, I will do it. Do it. Well, his word is his will. Yes. But we've got to stand in faith, believing for it. How did you get saved? Through faith. faith. How are you going to obtain everything? Through faith. If you've got faith as a grain of mustard seed. That's right. Yeah. Now my oldest boy, Anna Glenn lived up in, I'm sidetracked now. and Glenn lived up in uh, Huntington, West Virginia. And what was it Jordan wanted? McDonald's? Yeah. Mc, Jordan wanted a McDonald's close to Minnie's house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well this, this is a true story. Anne said, don't pray for it. Ask God to give you a McDonald's close to my house. And it wasn't very long. A McDonald's was going up, post him in his house. Yeah. And we think that's silly, but that trained him. Yeah. Pray and believe, yeah. and a kid has more faith a lot of times than we adults yeah. do, because we become brain smart instead of heart smart. Yes. God, I'm preaching bad, you shot, but that's okay. What were we, sis? Verse nine. Go ahead.
1: Jesus said unto him, "Have I been so long with you?" And yet, have you not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. And how do you say, then, show us the Father?
0: Glory. How do you say it? I'm walking with you. I'm connected with Him through blood. He's my Father. And when I die and rise again, He's going to be your Father. So you're saying, show me the Father? If we truly want to see the Father, let's just study the Bible sometimes. Amen. You'll have a revelation like you've never experienced before. I've said this before. Every time you read the Bible, it should be a burning bush experience. Amen. It should say, oh me, hallelujah, or oh ouch, I've got to straighten up. Amen. I've had people, Pastor Don, get mad at me because I've been in church and I've shared a good word and I not know what's going on in life. And they sit there and the Holy Spirit convicts them. Yeah. Spanks them. them. have ever been spanked by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And, and they get mad at me. Yeah. I said, what are you mad at me for? I didn't know I was going in your life. Have you ever thought the Holy Spirit's doing that to you? To correct you yes. and uh, to get you going in the right direction? Don't get mad at me. No, your wife didn't tell me. Don't get mad at her. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit trying to, to correct you. To get you in the goodness of God. Go ahead, honey.
1: Do you believe not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father who dwells in me, He does the works.
0: He does the miracles. He does the deeds. He does the supernatural. So the same Holy Spirit that was in Jesus lives in you. And we're saying, Father... And you've got... Let me go back here. There's people in this country, in this world saying, Father, we need to see you move. Yeah. What's going on? We're not doing what we're supposed to do or they wouldn't right. be seeing God right. move. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. If we will do what we'll do, God uses people. Yes,
1: He does.
0: Throughout the Word, you see, I mean, the disciples some through, through the time that he walked with Jesus and then other prayers. Father, let them see this person. Let them see that person. And then they'll believe then they'll believe. Mm-hmm. Then, then they'll believe. Then they got, well, they didn't believe this, they believe that, and they're not going to believe that. Amen. We as Christians have to begin to speak up yes. and declare who we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our kids need to see it. Yes. Our grandkids Amen. need to see it. This world needs to see who our God truly is. And He's a good, good God. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, sweetheart.
1: Else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he who believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and
0: greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So, right there now, greater means in a higher degree. Now, is this Jesus saying this, Mary? Yeah. Barb, is this Jesus? Hey, kids, is this Jesus? Yes. This is in red. It's Jesus. That's right. And Jesus is saying, you will do greater works than I've done because I'm going to the Father. If you believe. Amen. So, the reality of everything is us believing That's right. yes. that there is a God in heaven, that He sent His Son Jesus, that He died on the cross, that He rose the third day, and said at the right hand of the Father, make an intercession for us. Amen? Amen. And that the Holy Spirit lives in us. He said, if you believe this, you're going to do greater works than I did." Yeah. And you're saying, show me the Father. Yeah. He said, I'm here to demonstrate everything the Father would do if He was here. Amen. We're always looking for something supernatural when God's standing right beside you. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's true. Your miracle's right there, right there. And you're looking for a shout. Nothing wrong with a shout. I like a good shout. Nothing wrong with that. But your miracle's right there in front of you. Your breakthrough's there. He's always working behind the scenes to do something special for you. Go ahead, sweetheart. And whatsoever you shall
1: ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son.
0: Okay, how does the Son get glorified? Look at this. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, I will, don't say maybe, I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. In other words, when you ask for something in faith and you believe it according to the Word, the Son gets glorified when He moves for you. Amen. Is that what it says? Yes.
1: Go ahead, sweetheart. If you shall
0: ask anything in my name, I will do it. Okay, I will do. Ask. Ask. Everybody say ask. ask. That means to call for, crave, claim, require if you ask anything in my name so what? what is the key there's two really what is the two keys to see God move on your behalf ask and
1: believe, ask
0: and believe. we've got a lot of people asking but no believing Amen. or we ask then the obstacle comes our way and we just throw our hands up and we Amen. give up David, as we've read, could have went down there. He prayed, and God said, yo go! I'll give it to you." And we saw he did. But David could have went there and said, "Oh, you said you'll give it to us. Okay, thank you, and just walk away." He would never got. He had to follow the instructions to obtain. You can't just get up to your wall and pray for it, then turn around and turn your back and just leave it. Sometimes you got to shout it down. Sometimes you just got to keep believing. Believing God to penetrate through it. You and I have more to do to obtain from God than you ever thought you did. Just because God said it, don't mean you're going to obtain it until you believe it. You have to have faith enough to believe it. Go ahead, sweetheart.
1: If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray to the Father, and He shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not neither knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and shall be in you mm. I will not leave you comfortless I will come to
0: you Okay, my Bible says I will not leave you orphans I will come to you I'm not going to leave you an orphan I'm not going to just leave you now here he says he's going to send you a what? A comforter. Now we're not going to go through all the definitions, but it just basically means a helper. Someone that will help you through life. In other words, you've got God that lives in you, you've got the Father that lives in you, you've got the Holy Spirit that lives in you, and the Holy Spirit is leading you. Now we joke sometimes, Teresa and I do, and she said, she told me the other day. She said, you know, we need to start praying a little more before we just do something. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we were out, and her and Beth wanted to go over to Marshalls and stuff. I said, well, let me pray about it. <laughs> yeah. I said, I don't feel an unction to do that right now. <laughs> but she did, and you know where we went, where she wanted to go. But what I'm saying is, there's so many times that we jump and we do something we're not praying about. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because the Holy Spirit, as we talked to you about the sevenfold mm-hmm. anointing of the Messiah that now lives within you because He sent the Holy Spirit into you. And the Holy Spirit will tell you everything. Yes. He'll tell you everything. Yes. Everything. That He knows from the throne room if you spend time with Him. That's right. But were we Christians, and I said we because I put myself there, we spend time in prayer, but that's just us talking. We don't spend time in communicating with God. That means allow Him to communicate to us. Amen. And usually that communication... Where we say, Father, show us our glory. His glory usually shows up when you allow Him to speak to you. You sit on His lap. You spend time with Him. And you worship Him. You praise Him. I got some photos of our boys. You know, one, six, three or so. The other one's lower, six, eight. But I got them sitting on their mama's lap. You just see Trace's head sticking out. They're up here and over here, and you just—well, they're sitting in their mama's lap because they know if they want to obtain some things, <laughs> mama's where you go. Yeah. Now, dad's got soft hearted too, but he also knows this. He kind of knows how his wife thinks, so if they call her, they're going to get it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I make myself look good, and I go ahead and do it. But some of you need to sit in the father's lap. Some of you just need to sit in the Father's lap. Don't even communicate. I told you this last week, or a couple weeks ago, and I told you I joked with them and told them that you know their Christmas presents is going to be based on how much time they spend with us. I'm keeping it rope down, and when you spend time with us, you get a bigger Christmas present. And I'm joking somewhat, but the point is, somewhat, see, I said somewhat. Uh, the thing is, I want them just to want to spend time Sometimes it's good to get before the Father and not even ask nothing. He already knows what you need in a sense. Just spend time with Him. Just love on Him. Allow Him to love on you. Mm -hmm. And when you allow Him to love on you, you're going to begin to feel the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Begin to feel. Begin to feel your life. And as you begin to feel the glory of God, begin to feel your life, you're going to begin to sense your breakthroughs almost there. And then you're going to look around and there it is. Because you were created for marvels. You were created for signs and wonders. You were... God wants people to see your life and say, how in the world did they get there? How did that happen? And that you go back and say, it was because of goodness of my Father. It's because I learned that I've got to spend time in His presence and not just stand there griping and complaining and asking all the time. Come on, I'm talking good right there. Go ahead, sweetheart. Yet a
1: little while, and the world sees me no more, but you see me. Because I live, you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me shall be loved of my Father and I will love him and will manifest
0: myself. Shh. He will what? Appear to make manifest plain to him. He goes back and says, He who has, he who has my commandments and keep them it is he who loves me, and he who loves me, me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. you want to see the Father? Do what God said. Do what Jesus instructed us to do. And a lot of it, as I'm telling you, is relationship. It's relationship. A lot of times we wonder how come God's done something for Joe, but not done nothing for us. Probably if you went over and saw Joe's relationship, he's probably having fellowship more with the Father than you are. Mm -hmm. This is all relationship. Mm -hmm. This whole thing's about you having a relationship with the Father. Okay, sweetheart. The margin of my Bible with that manifest myself to
1: him says means to fully disclose his person, nature,
0: and goodness to the believer. Mm-hmm. Well, let me jump back here because i got a footnote down here on verse 14 I want to bring out. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. i I got down here, call for, crave, desire, required. Also, will do means to shout out to without delay. I'll do it. I'm going to shout it out. It's going to say, angels, go do it. Manifest it. A lot of times, as you and I realize, we, we live in a body don't we? I mean, if you're here, you're in a body. Mm-hmm. God uses people. Mm-hmm. God uses people. And all of us need to be sensitive yes. to God. Yes. Because God uses yes. us. Yes. Us. And we've got to learn to be very sensitive to His breathing He says He'll do it. Maybe you're the one God's going to use to do it for somebody. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you won't want God to use somebody to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. That's awesome. It might be a word spoken in due seasons. It might be something that will lift you up. I mean, how many times has someone said something to you and it just made your day? Yeah. Yeah. Just made your day. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a little video thing for our camping thing. and uh, We were up with mom and dad's and everybody people commented on the video and said, it's kind of strange, your your family's going through the COVID thing and what they want to eat. Dad wanted pizza. (laughs) So you know what dad got, pizza. And not just any pizza, he likes pizza. So my sister and my mom wanted Taco Bell. So I drove through Taco Bell. No, I didn't get anything. We, we we drove through Taco Bell did Taco Bell. But I went through Taco Bell and, and when I went through the window I I said, how hey, so many people working here? She said, just two. So she said, just pull up out front up there and we'll bring your food to you. And so we pulled around front there and I was waiting. The Lord quickened me, bless each one of them with $20. Just bless them. Now, I could have pushed that off. Just pushed it off. But I drove around. And I said, hey. I said, how you doing? And she looked at me and said, you just went through? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for my food. And I said, but where's the other guy at? She goes, they're back making your food. And she saw I pulled out some money in my hand. She said, hey, Joe, come over here. What do you I said, listen, God told me to bless each one of you. It's just going all of the peace. Do you know what she told me? She said, "If you fill this out and I win, I get twenty dollars. If you just call Taco Bell." Well, why did she have to? Why did I have to call Taco Bell if I could spare an extra twenty? Why can't I just bless her and let somebody else call Taco Bell?
1: Yeah.
0: What well, it was? That's going to come back yes. on yes. me yes. as a blessing. Now, I could have been their person right then they had the biggest smile on their face. I didn't have to worry about Pastor Noel when I left I had enough sauce. <laughs> Everything I wanted was in the bag. Yeah. It made their day. But there were two people in that store taking care of everybody. But what I'm talking about being led by the Spirit of God that was something small. Uh, look. Now I love everybody in here but some years ago I could have done 20. No. Been lucky to get Five cents i got the money to get the Taco Bell out of the seats of the car or in the recliner that maybe somebody come and vis- uh, visit, uh, visited us and dropped in. Have anybody been there besides me? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we've had one of pizza before and I've had to look for change to order the pizza. I've been there. But if God's doing some things in your life, why can't you help other people sometimes? Right. Be sensitive. It's not everybody. I don't do it every time I go to a place. But if God speaks... Yeah. I want to obey Him. Amen. Yeah. Because one day, I'll need somebody yeah. to obey God. Yes. One day. Amen. I need somebody to obey God in my life. Amen. And if I'm sensitive, God's going to move into the right person and they're going to come and He might deal with somebody and they may not obey, but right when I need it, He'll show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Where we at, baby? Verse okay, we're nowhere near wanting to go. Go ahead.
1: Judas.
0: Said unto him, Yeah, we are close. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is part of it." it.
1: Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He who loves me and keeps not my sayings and the word. Which you hear is not mine, but the Father's. Which sit. Okay,
0: so here he's telling telling them, if you want me, if you want to see the manifestation of God in your life, another step is Elohim, right? Love, is that what it says, baby? Love, you gotta love me. You gotta love. Read that again, baby.
1: Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, He will keep my words and my Father will love Him and we will come
0: unto Him and make our abode with Him. Or make our home. Father, show me Your glory. Father, I want Your home here. I want to be a sanctuary. I want to feel Your your glory. I want to sense Your glory. I want to see it manifest. He says, if You love Me, if You love Me, if You love Me, you love the Father. And I will make my home mm-hmm. in you. Don't you want to make your home? Yes, I know. Let's go down a little bit more here, baby. Go ahead.
1: He who loves me not keeps not my sayings. And the word which you shall hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you.
0: Go on to the next one.
1: Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I have said to you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice rejoiced, because I said, I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I, and now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world comes and has nothing in me but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise,
0: let us go hence. If you'll read that whole chapter during your own time, there's, it's so powerful. And it's so powerful about your love of God, about the manifestation of God, and what, the, what Jesus has done for us. But the, the part I want to bring out right before I close, because with all the chaos going on in this world, Verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Yes. Peace. Peace. Over in, you don't have to turn there, but in Philippians chapter 4, uh, verse 17, I believe. Hold on one second here. Nope, oh, that's not it. Hold on one minute. Verse 7, verse 7, 4 and 7 says, And as the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, while I guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. With all that's going on, you've got to have God's peace. He says, peace I give you. Peace I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you a peace that passes all understanding. People will not know why you're walking in the peace that you have. And you've got to look at Him and say, because my peace is in God. My peace is in Him. Now, In John, turn over just a couple places, verse 19, chapter 20, verse 19, I'm sorry. Verse 19, then the same day at evening, the day of the week, when the doors were shut up where the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, what? Peace be with you. Peace. That word peace means freedom from private quarrels, suits, disputes, heavenly rest, the happiness of heaven, harmony, and to live in harmony. He says, okay, I'm going to give you peace. He said, I'm giving you peace. Not the world's peace. The world's peace is, you know, if things are going your way, you're at peace. That's the world's peace. But God says, I'm going to give you peace when everything's all jacked up and all messed up. You got peace. Because your anchor is in me. Yes. And I'm going to give you the harmony of heaven. Mm-hmm. In other words, the peace that's in heaven is what I want to put into you. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's the glory of God? You said, no, just... Don't you think that will help you bring your breakthrough into your life? Mm-hmm. Then you sit there and say, I've got peace. 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 Over all this is going on, i just got peace. Yes. Father, I'm going to spend time with you. I'm going to worship You. I'm going to magnify You. When I come to You you asking for something, I'm going to spend just as much time listening and praising You and worshiping You as I do talking just to You. Because Father, I know You want to say something back to me. Because the Holy Spirit wants and desires to speak to You. He desires it. But usually we just run out. And... It's so disappointing because any of you got kids know this. It's so disappointing when your kids come in and tell you something and they just rush off and you've got something you want to tell them. But see, we do the same thing to the Father. We sit there and we blab. And we think because our blabbing and we do it so long, God's going to move. That's not the reason He moves. And a lot of times, he wants to move, but he can't move because he wants to give you instructions for him to do what he wants to do. There's always, usually, some instruction. Quit worrying. Praise me more. Quit talking to Joe, he's getting you depressed. Turn off the TV. Yes. Quit watching the news for a while. Yes. Just quit it because it's interrupting your peace. Come on, somebody. Lift your hands up to heaven. Heavenly Father, as we come in your presence, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word today for each and every one of us and for the people here in real life and, Lord, the people around the world. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving on their behalf today. That, Lord, they're going to spend time with you. They're going to fellowship with you. They're not just